three, three, two, two, one. one. It's time for the show. Action. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences, past and present, of everyday people. And now, here's your host, the one and only. Asher Chua. Welcome to the podcast, Stephen. Thanks. Appreciate it. How are things on your end? Catch me up. Things are good. Um, prior from our last conversation about a year ago, I have read the book, Boundaries. I really took into consideration of what you were saying going through the workbook. Um, that book is phenomenal. I recommend anyone to read that book. It's awesome. really good. Um, and then just honestly being on the prayer line has really helped me grow spiritually, mentally, just in all areas. Um, I feel that there's a lot of wisdom there and that that really needs to be taken advantage of. And then nice. professionally, I'm a healthcare administrator down here in the Virgin Islands. So. Mm. Very cool. I, yep. I didn't know that about you. <laughs> I feel like it's almost like meeting for the first time and like semi in person virtually. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, I, I appreciate your energy and I, I commend you for completing the, the, the book. Not only that, but also like, were you able to complete the workbook? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. It was I, awesome. it, it's funny. Sometimes I feel bad about suggesting stuff to people because mm-hmm. I listened through the, uh, the, the audio book of boundaries, but mm-hmm. I started reading back through it in order to complete it. But then just picking up too many things at a time, I was like, I got to circle back to it, but I didn't complete it. But one thing that I found more and more this year is that Pulling from that information, either knowingly or unknowingly, it's like, yeah, I got to I gotta establish my boundaries here, at least in my word with what I say to people or how I let people speak to me to just be clear on this is what I want. This right. is what I don't want. Exactly. And I think that a problem that we have sometimes is not exp- explaining those boundaries properly um, and right. allowing people to treat us how we want to be treated. So. Mm-hmm. Because we have to teach people how to how we want to be treated because they 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 don't really know. So gotcha. voicing that is so important. Mm. So how, I guess I'm since you brought it up, I, maybe yeah. I'll, I'll stick on this for a second. But how oh, yeah. how is it that you you've been able to like utilize the boundaries in your life, or like what's what's one tangible thing that you took away immediately from re- starting to read it, and like yeah. At, end of the process especially going through like the whole workbook where you got to detail out okay these are my boundaries this is the people in my life that i take in this way or i don't take in this way yeah um i think for me the one thing was just seeing how much scripture of jesus putting up boundaries and how much proverbs was talking about putting up boundaries really hit me like Mm -hmm. oh this is actually a thing (laughs) Um, (laughs) oh this is actually in there (laughs) Um, you know, when I just immediately started to apply it, I, I took one scripture at a time and just Mm. applied it steadily. Um, right now I have boundaries with my parents. I have boundaries with my friends. I have boundaries with coworkers. Um, and I'm very vocal and ensuring that, Hey, if these boundaries are crossed, I'm going to get a little frustrated. I may get angry a little bit because I've already laid, laid the groundwork out. Asher, you're kind of freezing a little bit. Uh, Just keep keep going, keep going. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And um, yeah, I've 
just allow it's allowed me to find my voice a little bit more okay yeah awesome that, mm-hmm. that's amazing because I, I feel like maybe can you hear me still yeah i can okay i guess i'm not sure if the picture freezes up or anything but if uh-huh. the audio keeps coming through just just focus on the audio because I, right, you're cool. still coming through loud and clear awesome like um so also the fact that you mentioned with it being biblical i think that yeah that was kind of like a game changer for me because I, like I said, I, I remember reading or listening through the whole thing and just mm-hmm. being like, okay, I've got to go back a second or a third time and re-listen to like this beginning portion. Okay. Mm-hmm. This next phase. And like seeing that it's from the Bible, given that our background is being um, like, how, tell me a little bit about your background. I know you said you, you have a background in choir. You, you, um, you have you maybe have the the lungs to sing. I was like, okay, yeah. if you want to sing a few things, you can. Yeah, feel free to put uh, it out there for the people. So definitely, okay. So my background is I was born and raised in the church. Um, my mother is a preacher. She's been preaching for at least fifteen years now. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm a PK um, by birth. <laughs> um, I definitely, <laughs> all right, cool, cool, cool. I have definitely <laughs> been in all, like, everything within the church. And then um, singing was something that I found out at a very young age with, that I'm, I was really good at. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really explore that gift much. I would kind of batter a little bit back and forth with my best friend, considering since he was kind of an, into like classic rock and all that type of stuff so we got into that stuff and um you said you guys would battle yeah uh, yeah like pretty much pretty much who could sing the best in in like a Mm. like depending on the song like key changes all that type of stuff so that really pushed me and really allowed me to see the range of not only my voice but of his voice as well and try to um you you definitely utilize harmonizations all that Mm -hmm. all that type of musical stuff and then yeah uh that was probably at the age of seven or eight and then at the age of 10 um i started taking piano lessons and then you know everything started to progress a little bit um didn't really enjoy my teacher much, um, just to be honest. Um, he was a little <laughs> bit too—he sh- was a little bit too strict. Um, yeah. And then my dad just kind of took up um, teaching me because he plays—he plays guitar. Um, he's dabbled a little bit in the piano, um, so he he taught me, you know, all the chord progressions and all twelve keys, a, a variety of jazz, a variety of blues, a variety of gospel. Um, and then he, on top of that, he taught me composing. So. Wow. I I've learned the ability to compose, to write, to sing, um, inflection, all, all that type of stuff. Um, yeah. and I think I think that has really allowed me to be a well a well rounded person that I can use this gift that God has given me properly mm-hmm. for his for his kingdom um in the near future. Yeah. Um and yeah, I mean I could play something for you if you'd like. Which sure. Would be, yeah, 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 definitely. All right, so I'm <laughs> on my computer. I'm on my computer right now. So, got um, I mean, is the piano over there back behind you? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I mean, you yeah. can leave, just leave your computer there. I'm sure the sound will carry through. Oh, okay, okay. Got you. All right. All right, cool, cool, cool. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, it's probably going to be cool. Um, it's like a, it's like a, a podcast first, a live performance. <laughs> 
<laughs> cool, 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 cool. All right, um, let's see. So that was just a little bit. Awesome. Yeah. So you've been composing and writing your own music for some time. What's one of the things that inspires you to write write your songs, or do you do them like through piano mostly? Um. Honestly, a thought will just come to me mm -hmm. if I'm just either reading something or just thinking about something. Um. And then the words will just come out and just i'm like oh that's actually really cool let me explore this idea um and then kind of rehash it a bit and then move from it um because actually i can read you something i was writing a couple maybe yeah like about a month ago um yeah about a month ago um keep me near the cross oh lord as i wait before you i'll be there as the sun rises up i'll just be there as you the as i wait as i wait i hear i i listen i seek so and that's kind of unfinished though so okay yeah but main, mainly most of my most of my things either come from scripture or my experience mm -hmm. or just my pain honestly because that's where most of the most of the good music comes from. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 It's one of those things is like, do we say unfortunately or fortunately? Because it's like through someone else's pain, you get like this beautiful melody. Uh, I think the one song that maybe that comes to mind is like Adele's um, Someone Like You. Exactly. It's like blew up on the charts and it's like, this lady's talking about someone that broke up with her and did her wrong, and everybody's just like, oh, man, I can identify with that. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah. 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 Wow. That is, yeah. <laughs> I never thought about like that. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I guess what What's interesting to, to pick up again on boundaries, like you were talking about, like, yeah. One, one thing that stood out to me was, um, I don't know if you saw it in the same way, seeing boundaries brought up, and especially mm -hmm. when they talked about the misconceptions of boundary, especially if you're thinking about from like, a, I guess you'd say a quote unquote Christian perspective. Yeah. Many of the things that are listed in there, I could identify with as it was talking about, oh, like, as a Christian, I guess you're taught to love people and just to always be all things to all people. Exactly. Right? So yeah. It's almost yeah. like a misteaching where like you want to do all these things for people, but if you never establish the boundaries for yourself, for yourself. Yeah. then you can never let people know <laughs> where they where they have to start and stop because a lot of people I think can identify with this where you hear a lot of people either move away from the church or just kind of put faith to the side in a way. But I mean, everybody kind of need everybody needs faith in a way to like say, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go do something expecting a result on the other side of it. Like you might not want to verbalize it in like a religious way because of all the baggage that comes with it, especially <laughs> with, um, is my background still okay? Yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good. Just keep talking. I'm hearing a saw and like a Tweety Bird is in the back. I'm like, oh man, I hope they're not coming through too loud. <laughs> no, you're good. Got you. But um, yeah, what was like? What was your experience kind of reading that where it's like these are some of the misconceptions that like, people might yeah. use from a uh -huh. Christian background to say. Oh, if I establish boundaries, like mm -hmm. I'm being a bad person, I'm being selfish, I'm not being nice, yeah. I'm not being kind. And it's like, when did that concept become this overwhelming exactly. thing of just like, oh, the poor, weak Christian just walking yeah. around like, oh, hey, guys. Right, exactly. Um, I think I, it, it honestly shocked me. And I had to reread that chapter a couple of times. I was like, okay, is this for real? <laughs> um, <laughs> and honestly, I was like, Lord, I'm sorry because I did not know. I, I did not know. Um, I repent for my. St I, I repent for not knowing this and help and help me to inst in, to to get rid of these to get rid of this thought pattern that has been so within our so within our minds as Christians that it's yeah. okay just to let people run that run over you and just yeah. not be 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 okay and just have to be. As you said, as the scripture says, be all things to all men. And, you know, you're just like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have anything left. God help me, right. fill me. And God, and God, and God's just going to be like, no, <laughs> just like, no, point up. Right. Like, no, set, set, set order, set structure. No. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it's like, I feel like maybe order and structure kind of gets a bad rap at times where it's like you see people that might be uh, maybe viewed as like anal or people that are like people have different words for them OCD or yeah just so like everything's got to be like this it's like yeah maybe your life doesn't need to be to that extent but right. you can tell a big difference when you yourself personally have like some sense of like okay this is what works and this is what doesn't work but exactly. like when you allow anything to happen to you or you just allow anyone to kind of just say okay hey let's go here hey let's do this hey. yeah, after no. a while you're like okay when are when are we gonna do what i want to do like right, exactly what's going on here 
Right. Exactly. Because I think then that kind of ties into relationships because, or just like marriage or just boyfriend or girlfriend, even though that's not really in the word, but, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that just, yeah. Boundaries is so important, even in dating. Um, that's something I didn't even understand myself. Um, so yeah, that's, yeah, that book has changed my life and I think I need to revisit it now because it's been probably a couple of, a couple of months probably since I kind of dug through that. Yeah, because I'm a computer. So, yeah, that, yeah. that's awesome. I, yeah. I feel like I, I found out about it through um, Breathe University. I, I want to mm-hmm. say maybe is that how we initially met, or through the, the men's prayer line? Um, I think we met through the actually the men's prayer line, and then okay. and then you, and then you started talking to me about Breathe University and uh et and you know you're like yeah this is really good do this like bro bro hop on this now <laughs> like you don't want to miss this <laughs> you 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 were so high about it i was like all right let me try yeah. this <laughs> well, i mean I, i'm i'm glad you're able to gain something from it because yeah. sometimes i'm like when yeah, sometimes it's like when you're on a high you feel like oh i gotta tell the world about this but then other times Definitely. it's like like after a while like we're at the half- halfway mark now of the year. And yeah. like at some point the high kind of wears off and like, you've got to rely on the habits that you kind of built. And exactly. That, like within that, that group, it's like, there's so much going on and there's so many good things, but something that I found very quickly, it's like, mm-hmm. although I could fit in on the prayer line, I could fit in and be you, I could fit in like in all these other groups, like I had to find yeah. one thing that worked for me and kind of limit the interactions. Like, like yeah. we we're saying again, boundaries to where I'm like, Hey, I can't be on the phone five days of the week. Or I can't be online every single day of the week, like on Facebook, commenting right. on Instagram, liking everybody's stuff. It's like, maybe you can exactly. get on for like an hour or less and do what you need to do and then hop yeah. off because like, and even starting this podcast and keeping it going this year. Yeah. Um, the big thing has just been be consistent, whether it's like record one day out of the week on mm-hmm. Saturday, like we're doing now, or yep. just put out one episode a week and keep that being the main thing. And as much as I might get like the bug to say, oh, I want to do more. I want to do all this. It's like, yeah. no, I almost so have to. I have to keep that personal boundary on myself to be like, no, this is this is the agreement. We're doing one thing with this. Um, activity at any point like the main thing above the activity is like daily rest so it's like as I compromise on my rest or as I find things that are like at any point when rest isn't had Mm -hmm. then I have to kind of answer for it or I have to pay because my body will tell me like oh you you thought you were gonna get away with two hours three hours you're not gonna give me six no like no 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 we're not doing that (laughs) but yeah yeah (laughs) like your butt, your butt is going down. Like stay down. Yeah. <laughs> He's down for the count. He's down for the count. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Awesome. Wow. So wow. You, you're located in the in the Virgin Islands. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Remind me where where's that at? Right next to Puerto Rico. I think you've been to Puerto Rico. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. where I was there last year briefly for about maybe two months, a month and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you were, and I think you were doing construct. You were doing construction, right? If I remember well, correctly, 
I did construction before, like last year went down as a FEMA contractor and we we're mm-hmm. basically doing site inspections, looking down, um, walking down sites, looking over buildings that were damaged by Hurricane Maria mm-hmm. and basically walk, working with people to kind of give them, uh, just help them document what, what got damaged and what can be repaired essentially. Cool. How, how, how did that go? It it went, it was going well, I guess, starting out. Like initially it's like, there's always like the learning curve. So you've got to learn yeah. from your supervisors and whatnot. Yeah. And as soon as it looked like we were just getting on our own project, um, our team was kind of being spread out throughout the island. Um, COVID hit. And then it's like, everybody's got to go home right about that second week of March. And then oh, it was wow. work, work remotely until, um, until further notice Mm -hmm. and then everything just kind of got shut down for a minute for most of us and it was just like well we do something else for a minute and then wait for it to either come back or find something else to do yeah definitely definitely so what state what state are you in again I'm, I'm in Georgia. That's where I, okay. I live, but I drove out this weekend to visit um, family in Arkansas. Awesome. 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 Man, uh, I remember sitting in, in Arkansas. Wow. That's, that's, that's good. Wow. Okay. Wow. Huh. Man, I really need to, I really need to get to Georgia to really connect with you guys, man. Yeah. Because like everybody, everybody's pretty much in Georgia, right? Um, not everybody, like I'm sure a good number of people, like one person that comes to mind or a few people, like if you, um, you know, Theo, yeah, yeah, he's, he's in Georgia. Um, Ryan's there. I think Jeremy's there. Shannon, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. He just, well, a cup, I guess the, the, the names that come up, I think are in Georgia. Like I don't, I don't think, obviously, BK, I don't believe he's in Georgia. but no, he's in yeah. Texas. It's, I was going to say that I found out that they're doing another retreat this November. So yeah. if you can get to that, that'll be in Tennessee. Yeah, and, definitely. Um, yeah. I think that's one of the things that's on my list that I, I definitely want to be able to attend. So right. I've got to put the funds aside or just reach back out to Ryan and be like, okay, hey, when is this due and when, right. how can I... How can I do the uh, the payment for it? Right, exactly. Yeah. So definitely, yeah, that's definitely something I'm looking forward to because I think that would be during my birthday weekend. So. Oh, nice. My birthday week. So yeah. Okay. Remind me, and then I'll, I'll make sure to. Uh, well, I guess I don't know if I, I was going to say maybe it won't be a surprise since I'm saying, "Hey, remind, remind me of your birthday week," but at least we'll be able to celebrate you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, have you been, uh, have you been to one of the retreats before? Yeah, I've been to two. Like the awesome. first time, the very first one they did in 2017, yeah. I was kind of bummed out that I, I missed it. Mm-hmm. But then I was lucky to go in 2018 and 2019. They did one in the summertime because um, they're trying to see if more people would be able to come at a different time of the year with November uh-huh. being around like the holidays. Right. But I think the thing that's probably that was settled on was that November is probably a good time to get more people out. And it it's amazing because you you're you're uh 
being on a, like a conference call throughout the week, you're familiar yeah. with different people's voice. And unless you, you decide to look them up online or even check out like the group chat or something like that, yeah. you might not be aware of what someone looks like. Or even if you see their picture, yeah. like a picture only tells you so much, even if they say a picture tells a thousand words, but like seeing exactly. someone live in the flesh is like, oh my God, it's you. <laughs> hey, yeah. You guys just right. carry on because it's like you've been talking regularly every week and then right. when you see other in person it's like oh man okay let's go hang out yeah right yeah definitely definitely wow yeah. I was, i'm curious um what was 2021 like for you what what's something what was your experience like and what's something you not 2021 what was 2020 like for you and what's something okay. you gained from 2020 um, 2020 was definitely a year of reflection for me and a definite year of trying to see, all right, what do I, what do I want? Where am I going? Um, because I just, I just finished college earlier mm. that year. Um, and, yeah. I, and I immediately went into grad school. Um, mm. so working through that, I think was a little bit of a challenge and a little bit of an adjustment for me because it would be yeah. all online, even though I'm accustomed to the online thing, I'm not going to yeah. be there physically. So I think that was kind of my biggest missing, um, mm -hmm. crap. I'm not going to see people anymore. Ah, <laughs> um, and then. 2020 was kind of me. All right, all right, God. What What do you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? Um, do I need to chuck myself into therapy? Do I need to be more vocal on the prayer line? Do I need to just figure things out? Do I need to spend more time in prayer? Do I need to spend more time reading um, just different books? Mm. Um, because I realized that. I dealt with depression, I dealt with anxiety, I dealt with all that, all mm -hmm. of that sphere within the mental illness, quote unquote, um, yeah. category. Um, and I had to really work through that. And, you know, this year I said, all right, I'm going to actually take the step and go to therapy and not say I'm going to just do it and then never go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... It was a lot of reflection. It was a lot of journaling. It was a lot of honestly crying, yeah. trying to ask God, all right, I'm stuck in this environment. I'm stuck in this place. How am I going to get to my next? Yeah. Um, you know, because I realized that, oh, you're, I'm aware, I'm fully aware now of my family structure. I'm fully aware of what we deal with on the mental yeah. illness struck and the mental illness plane. I'm like, all right. Cool. That's a, that's a yeah. lot to say in. It's 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 yeah. a lot hitting me on every side. But let me be strong. Let me be diligent. Let me be focused. Let me not let anything break me. Mm -hmm. Smile in the face of everything that is going on around me. Um, yeah. Because that's the one thing I've always done my entire life is whenever something comes up, I'm like, all right, gotta muster the strength. Gotta find the endurance. Just power through this baby. Just power through yeah. this thing, and I'll, I'll get it done. You know, because yeah. Asher, I should, I should, I don't think I've ever shared my testimony with you, but I'll just, I'll just share it. Ahead, uh, yeah. And and for you as well. So I was a premature baby, mm. six months, um, and I have had numerous amounts of surgeries um, throughout my life. Uh, my mm. earliest childhood one was probably one or two with a uh, tracheotomy. Um, probably, I'm. Um, Probably got the numbers wrong, but mm -hmm. then I had to have a, a myofascial release when I was seven and eight. 
um, for my right side, uh, my right foot, um, mm-hmm. because I was pretty much walking on the balls of my feet and my foot wasn't all the way. So the, the doctors went in, um, all of this was free thanks to the Shriners for Children Hospital. So like my parents didn't have to pay anything, which was such a blessing. Um, but yeah, I got that reconstruction and then everything went fine from there. And I'm so glad I got it done early and not like when I was like now, <laughs> because that would really hurt because going through all that therapy, it didn't really affect me much. All right, I have to do what I have to do. And I think that really taught me adversity, endurance, strength, grit, um, mm-hmm. and just to never give up. Yeah. Um, because I did, I did see thousands of kids with reconstructions, with missing hands, with um, deformed heads, you, you mm. name it. I've, you, you name it. I've, 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 I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that was a place it was new for me. I had never really experienced something like that and understanding that the kids just like me go through the exact same thing mm-hmm. that they they're scared that they, that they don't know if they're actually going to make it in life. They don't know if they can actually do everything that every other child quote unquote does. And I think the one thing, at least for me, um, is that my mom always told me that I never saw you any different. Um, and I think that really gave me some strength. And I know that my dad was always very supportive, very caring, very loving towards me. Um, because he practically raised me pretty much. Um, my mom did kind of help out a lot, but she was kind of on the phase of working. So I would spend a lot of time with my dad, you know? Um, but yeah, that's kind of just it. And then kind of leading up towards, um, probably 17 or 18. That's when I really kind of met God. I was like, Oh, (laughs) so you are actually who you say you are. Uh, Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask, what, what was that like when, when you say you, you met God for the first time? Um, well, it's honestly part of, it's part of this testimony. So um, I went to a youth camp um, in St. In Kitts and Nevis for a week, um, and a lot happened. There was different, different kids from different islands, so like, all right, cool. Island, fi- island vibes, like, all right, chopping it up, cool, lit, awesome. Like, just seeing musicians, seeing singers, seeing people who are so in love with God. I'm like, you know, because I'm still kind of skeptical. I'm like, all right, God, I've, I've heard you in the church, but what do you mm-hmm. actually like to mean? How, how, how does this thing actually work? So it was, I think, the Saturday or the Sunday we had went over to Nevis, for an open air service and my best friend at the time who's still my best friend now um we just we just kind of met and we just were like all right cool we kind of we kind of see things in, in a perspective that's like all right cool we're going in the same direction all right cool and he was kind of the leader of our group at the time and you know he was asking anybody around in our group all right is anybody going to give a testimony for this thing that we have to do um, in a couple of days, and I was like, you know, just me being me, I'm always the first one to volunteer. I'm always the first one to serve in anything that I do. So I'm like, all right, cool, I'll do it. And then a couple other people kind of chimed in as well after I raised my hand. I'm like, all right, cool. If I didn't raise my hand, would anybody have? <laughs> um, you know, and then we went um, 
then we it, it was it was the night um and it was pretty much like an open air service um there was a basketball court off to the side so like before everything we were playing basketball for like probably an hour hour and a half with just the guys from the just the guys from the islands and then um it came time to give that to give that testimony um you know my my friend called me up there and i was like I have nothing prepared. I have nothing prepared. I didn't write anything down. Didn't write anything down. Um, and I was like, you know, as I as I got up to the podium, I was like, God, if you're real, speak through me. And and in that moment, and and I and in that moment, I felt, I felt peace. I felt calmness. I felt still. I felt so zoned in than I've ever felt the before. That when I got up to that microphone, I started to sing. And and I and I know that that wasn't me. I know that that was God. I started to sing that my God is awesome. And you know the musicians were behind me, so they found the key. They kind of carried the tune a little bit. And I gave the exact testimony that I just gave to you before, um, just, just that. And I can send you the video. I, I have it. Uh, so um, that was kind of the experience. You know, everybody was so, you know, astonished that, wow, that is so interesting because everyone, everyone kind of stood up and gave me yeah. a round of applause. Um, and, you know, I was like, all right, cool. I'm good. You know, people are hugging me, and I'm just like, all right, cool. Is, is, this, is this what I'm supposed to understand? Um, yeah. You know, and then and then we got, and then it was towards the end of the service, we got inside of a prayer circle. And I will never forget this, Asher, because this is exactly what I'm at, God, is that, in this moment, when I close my eyes, I saw myself falling, like from the sky, falling. And I was just, I was looking up, but then I immediately hit the ground. I had no idea that I was inside of hell, but It was so hot. It was so vit. It was so hot. I heard all of the screaming voices. I saw skeletons. Just I, I, I had no idea where I was. I was so scared. I was so frightened. Everything was so hot, so humid. It. The ground was so dark. It was so fiery. It, it didn't make sense. Because in my logical mind, I was like. Am I dreaming right now? Am I, am I, am I, if, if, if I actually open my eyes, will I mm -hmm. actually be in this place? So I kept my eyes closed. I was like, all right, let me, let me just, let me just be like, all right, let me just, let me just try to get, get, get rid of this, get, get rid of this. But every time I opened my eyes in the spirit, I was like, all right, I'm still here. What the heck? I'm still here. All right. This doesn't make any sense. And, um, Ooh, Jesus. Oh, Ooh, okay. I'm going to try, I'm going to try not to cry. Ooh, but yeah. this is just, um, then I started to hear this voice that was very dark, very gritty. 
very vile. I had no idea that it was the devil, but it it it, it was him. Um, I saw what he looks like. I saw it's nothing like the it's nothing like the cartoons describe it's nothing you know he's not he's not a pitchfork and red and all that no um at, at least the way that i saw him he was wearing all black um he was wearing all black his minions were kind of around as i was kind of trying to figure out what i was doing mm-hmm. It's it's not like he has like super speed or like that that type of ability, but he has the ability to kind of jump and like just be right next to you. And mm. like he came in my he he came up to my left ear, and he said, "I finally have you where I've always wanted you. You were going to die today." Mm. And in that moment, I was like, my heart. I actually was like starting to flutter. And he and he said, I know that you are fearful of me because I've been trying to kill you since your mother's womb. You shouldn't have been born. So then he just starts having a heyday with me. <laughs> so he starts throwing me around. He starts beating me up physically. Um, and I'm still hearing his voice all throughout my head because I didn't understand that th- at the time that this is the torment that he can do to p- a person's mind to make you mm-hmm. mentally insane. Yeah. So I'm still hearing this voice and he's, and he still has the ability to physically bash me against walls. Cause pretty much I'm pretty much, it's like a, a, a brick at, at, at least from what I've seen, it's kind of like a box, like a brick, but mm-hmm. everything is so, it's so sharp. It's so vital. You feel it. Yeah. And I was actually feeling natural. I didn't even understand. Even though I was holding on to people's hands, I would be, I would physically be feeling that things would be ripping and starting to actually come apart. Mm. And I was like, all right, God, uh, okay, let me just try to get out of here. But there's no way, there's no way out. Yeah. There's no way out. So I'm stuck with him alone. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. And all right, I have no, I have no way to get out. There's no water. There's nothing. So he's still beating me up, left, right, and center. So pretty much bloody all the way, like as bloodied as I can, as bloody as a cartoon character can be, or as bloody yeah. as an anime character can be, because that's the only way I can describe it. Yeah. Um, that's how I felt, um, and that's how I looked. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't really have any sight because my eyes were black and blue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he had physically busted my kneecap. <laughs> um, so I'm physically trying to claw and gnaw my way because that's the only thing I can fuck. I can actually do because my hands aren't really working. Um, yeah. You know, so I kind of. I'm like, I, I can't really see, but I see something. It looks like an opening. Mm-hmm. So I'm crawling, I'm gnawing. Like he kind of goes away to talk to his minions for a second, just about what they're gonna yeah. do. Like I'm crawling, I'm gnawing, and I kind of find this little spot that's kind of open. And I'm just like, all right, let me try grab some kind of strength. All right, I, I bust it open. Mm-hmm. And in there is a sword. Um, 
Um, okay. <laughs> Let me just. Um, all right, I'm fighting for dear life. I don't know if I'm gonna die. Let me grab this thing. All right, I grab it, and you know, immediately, you know, power comes to me. You know, my entire body just reacclimates itself. Um, you know, all the cuts are gone, all the bruises are gone, everything is gone, mm-hmm. and. You know, then he kind of comes up to me and he's like, so you actually want to die. So you actually want to duel to the death now. You know, but I, at the time, there's still that torment. My mouth is shut. I can't really talk because it's just, uh, whoo, Jesus. Um, so somehow, so somehow we end up fighting. We end up fighting. And somehow I know every, like, I know how to parry. I know how to pivot. I, I, I know how to do all that type of stuff. No mm-hmm. idea how. But um, I was just like, all right, God, this is like real type anime type stuff going on right now. Um, you know, um, you know, then he kind of, I, I guess I miss or something. And then he knocks out my knees. He puts his sword to my throat. And then the national... Like, I felt my knees give out a little. In the Mm. natural, I felt the sword actually on my throat. Mm. And he was actually, he he actually said, I had, I'm actually going to kill you now, and you're actually going to feel this. So I'm pretty much kneeling in front of him. I don't have, I don't have any strength. My arms don't work now. My, My legs are gone. Like, I have nothing. And as he's starting to rip my, yeah, actually where this scar is, mm-hmm. he's starting to actually rip this. I'm actually starting to feel this in the natural. I'm like, <laughs> I don't really have any air in the natural because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, st- I'm starting to actually lose a little bit of consciousness. Yeah. Uh, and as he was about to, you know, actually like slit it all the way, um, I see this light come down and it's, it was just so bright. It was so bright. Mm-hmm. You know, it, bl- it blinded me. It blinded him. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was like, kind of, it was, it, it was, it was like a rushing wind. That's the only way I can describe it. And it was yeah. like, bang, it came like, it covered me. It covered me. It protected me. It shielded me. Um, and I didn't know that this was an angel at the time, but it was the angel of the Lord that came to save me. Um, so it was like time stopped when he, when he hit the ground, when he covered me, mm-hmm. it was like everything was like in slow motion. And, you know, he just took one of his wings and, you know, bang, the enemy went flying. Like, All right, cool. And he and and the angel said to me, "Do you want to get out of here?" I'm like, "Yeah, with a little bit of the, I I can't I can't really talk." So he grabbed me up, and now I'm inside of heaven. Mm. Um, and I'm like, "All right, this looks so weird. Like mm-hmm. it's so white, it's so crisp, it's so peaceful." just as everything as the Bible describes because then he starts taking me around he doesn't even allow me to go through judgment 
That's the thing. He doesn't allow me to go through judgment. Because maybe at that time, my heart is so pure. In that moment, I was like, all right, God, I just want you. I just want to be free. I want to be out of here. So I didn't even go through judgment, which is odd. Because yeah. everyone to go through judgment. So I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, I skipped that part. I didn't even know this. Because I, I didn't understand. I didn't, I have, I, the only thing I knew of God was sermons. And just do what's right and do do this. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, that's going to help. Um, but as he's starting to take me around through heaven, mm -hmm. um, you know, and I asked what his, <laughs> I asked what his name was. And he says his name was Gabriel. Okay, um, is that supposed to mean? Like, you know, in my in my logical mind, I'm like, all right, is that supposed to mean something to me? Like, I, I, I okay, all right, you Gabriel, okay, you know. So I see, you know, everything as Revelation describes. I see the choirs. I see the, I see, you know, the throne uh, as John describes. I see it. You know, then he takes me into. Then he take he just takes me into the holies of holies hmm. for some odd reason. And then he just leaves. And then within that space, I transform from 17 to maybe 26 or 27 or 25 to 27. That mm -hmm. I'm like super duper buff. I'm like muscled out, you know, like I'm like, all right. So what am I now? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like a, I'm, am I, am I, am I, am I kind of like a demigod? Like, you know, because my background is kind of reading mythology and reading Norse history and anime and all this type of stuff. And I'm like, all right, have I become a god myself now? Um, you know, and the only thing I can do in God's presence is bow. I can't even speak because everything that Revelation describes, I think it's Revelation maybe fourteen or fifteen or. Maybe I, I forget where it is, but where the lions are around his throne that have eyes that that are walking around perousing and and just making sure that his holiness is protected. Um, it it's odd because I I still don't know, I still don't really have a logical understanding of what's going on. Yeah, because I I'm I'm seeing things from a logical perspective. Like this does not make sense, right? To me. So, it, so as God's face is so white, you know, I can't even look on it. Like it's so clear, it's so piercing, it's so convicting to me that it just makes me pure, as pure can be. That all of my sin that I have done probably up to that point is gone. That all my mistakes are gone. That I that I had been made new in that sense, in that moment. And as God is starting to get off of his throne, I feel this weight start to come off of me and I can actually start to get up and move. And in that moment, as he's starting to walk down the steps, he transforms into physical human form. And, and, it, and it just kind of blows my mind because I'm like, all right, why am I here? 
And and then the funny thing is he's he showed himself to be black. That that's odd. I was like, I thought you were white. I thought you were white. I'm sorry. I thought you were white. I'm sorry. I thought you were white. I'm sorry. I did not know Jesus. I did not know. I did not know, bro. Um I just, I just be like, I, I did not know. I'm sorry for that. He was like, it's all right, it's all right. No need, no need. Like he's tall. Like he's maybe seven, seven foot, maybe if that. He's muscular. He's strong. He's he's not weak as the as 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 as, as these religions say that he is. He's not a hippie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like he's not. <laughs> I think that's the funny thing. Because I I had the image of white Jesus in my mind this entire time. I'm like, wait a second, you you like you like wait 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 what? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you know, and <clears throat> oh man, I mean I mean <clears throat> oh man, even even that blew my mind. I was like, so you're black? So you're black? I'm, I'm I'm still trying to get over that as I was as I was talking with him like you're black I'm like yeah, yeah that, that that don't make sense buddy show me this like yes everyone in the Bible is black buddy like like let's just let's just let's just get that clear let's just get that straight <laughs> um you know and you know he was like you need to go someplace I'm like all right where do we need to go <laughs> hold on to me I'm like. All right, so I take his hand, and we instantly like instant transport to like Galapa, where he died. You know, we kind of zoom in, have that aerial view, and I'm like, "Why are you showing me this?" And he just simply said to me, "Because you don't know who I am. You've not ne- who I am to you." has not become real yet. But in this moment, it shall. I will never forget that. I will never forget that. Because in that moment, I was able to see the crown of thorns on his head. I was able to see his hands being pierced. I was able to see his feet. Him fully be, fully not be recognizable to his mother. Not fully be recognized because the Romans had already left. And I'm just like, okay. Like, oh, you have done, you have done so much at this one moment that I don't understand. I don't get it. Because my logical mind can't understand you. Because I keep seeing things from a logical perspective. This doesn't make sense. I don't understand why you endured this. Make it make sense. Yeah. You know, and simply he was like, I did this because I love you. I, I, I still, even to this day, I don't understand why. Because that's the mystery of who he is. Like, yeah, it's in the word. Yeah, it's there. Like, you have loved me so much to die for me, even though you did not know who I was. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, this still doesn't really make sense. He was like, all right, let me make it even clearer to you. Rips open his side. And he was like, touch that. I'm like, 
okay. <laughs> All right. So as I go into his side, just like the scripture says, as Downing Thomas goes into his side, mm -hmm. I, I, I go in, and as I come out, within my hand there is blood and water. Because that's also something that scripture says. Mm -hmm. I, I forget where it is right now, but that's also something the scripture says. It's like, yeah. okay. Um, you <laughs> Like, uh. Like, uh. <laughs> like, he's like, no, understand that. Understand, understand that this is how brutally bruised I was beaten. Understand this. You know, when he sewed back up his side, and I'm just like, all right. This still doesn't make sense. I'm like, you were real down, Thomas. Okay. <laughs> so he take so he takes so he takes out the the, the the piercing within his hand. He said, stick it here. I'm like, Alright. So the book of Acts has come true, okay. Alright. Um okay, this is cool. This is interesting. Right. He's like, Do you understand yet? That I, that I died for you enough so that you wouldn't have to endure anything that I went through? Do you understand that enough? Mm -hmm. And I was like, maybe I don't. Maybe I've, maybe I've been trying to understand what you're like, but never actually had any real relationship with you. And he was like, exactly. You know, and he... Then we kind of went out of that aerial view into his death and death, and you know, then he took me to the resurrection. I'm just like, um, all right, what's the point here, buddy? Like, what's the point here? Like, what's yeah. the point? <laughs> like, all right, okay, you died. Okay, you rose again. All right, all right, you came out of the tomb. All right, cool. Okay, you you what you what you went you went to Mary you Mary Mary found you, all right cool. Now what? He's like you still don't get it. <laughs> you still don't. You still don't get it, son. You still don't get it. <laughs> what? The point is that you've never had a salvation story. You've only read it, but now that you've experienced it, you can fully understand it. You know, and at that moment, I was like, my God, I have God in the flesh right here talking to me. And I didn't understand. I, I, I missed the entirety of what the gospel is about. Mm. I missed the entirety of what the gospel is about. And I thought to myself, huh, I wonder what. I wonder what it would be like to talk to Noah. I wonder what it would be like to talk to Abraham. And I asked him. I just simply asked him, can I stay here with you? And he was like, he laughed. <laughs> he was like, uh, no. Uh, no, we can't. No, we can't stay here. I was like, but dad. He was like, son, I know you love me and everything. I know that your heart is so pure towards me that you don't fully understand what I'm going to do with you and for you and through you, but I need you back on earth. And I'm like, okay, but remember that I'm always going to be with you. Remember mm -hmm. that I'm on the inside of you. 
that I am closer than the breath that you take, that I am in your thoughts, that I am in your mind, that I am in the word that you so seek and so desire, that you will desire sooner than later. Okay, okay. And he's like, I'm gonna have to put you back now. Okay. And then immediately, as he put my soul back into my body, my eyes opened and the entire prayer circle said amen. I still can't, I still can't, I still can't get over the fact that God would take me to hell to show me what it's like, then to take me to heaven. Show me what's that like, what that is like. It'd be yeah. a personal encounter with Jesus. And put me back in my body. All in the matter of probably five to ten, five minutes. Mm. Oh, I just, oh, 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 Jesus. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Ooh, Jesus. Oh, man. man. That's a testimony. Like, man, I appreciate yeah. you sharing that. It's like, yeah. there's, there's so much to, like, there's so much to, di to digest in that. But I, yeah. I feel that, like, even what, what we're, or the moments like coming out of that, like say being in the prayer circle and then like a week out, a month um, out, a year out, like once like that experience kind of the time and distance kind of mm -hmm. faded. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So like a week after I told my mom, she was stunned. She was amazed. She was blown away. Um, I didn't tell my dad because he's not really, you know, into into that stuff. He's not really that into um, God and all that type of stuff. He does read a little bit here and there, but, you know, he wasn't too heavy into all that spiritual stuff. Um, um, then I kind of just finished out the rest of the year, honestly. Um, I think it wasn't until – that was 2014. So it wasn't until 2016 – or towards towards the end of 2016, beginning of 2017, that God really got my attention again. Um, and, you know, I kind of, I mean, this was even before I kind of met you guys, and got connected with you guys, but God kind of put me together with some Christians who were stronger, um, more mature, um, kind of would teach me a little bit. Um, and I did learn a lot from them. Most of them are still good, good associates of mine today um but it wasn't until 2017 that he fully grabbed my attention like no son i i have actually called you because things things within my life were starting to because at that point i was in college and things at that time were starting to um were starting to get a little more heavy um and I didn't understand and I didn't know what was going on. I didn't really have anybody to talk to. I didn't go to a I didn't go to our school therapist and be like, hey, I'm doing with this spiritual stuff. They're gonna be like, all right, boy, you crazy. Go. <laughs> like, you know. Um yeah. 
you know what, honestly, that's when I started to read the word. That's when I started to understand, okay, God, you are actually real. You've made yourself real to me. All right, now let's put in the application. Now let's put in the practice. Um, you know, God started to teach me just alone with nobody around me. Yeah, was I connected to certain people? But like, yeah, I'd be, I would, I would be up hours, two, three, four o'clock in the morning, reading, studying, fasting, praying, um, and just be, just being that diligent in that in that time space. And that has really, you know, because then he started to teach me about spiritual warfare. He started to teach me about demons. He started to teach me about deliverance. Um, he started to teach me about preaching. All of this type of stuff that's kind of very aware now in the sense that, okay, yeah, this is actually true in the word and all this type of stuff. But he actually also taught me how to counsel people. He actually taught me also how to lead a ministry because I was leading a ministry um, at that time while I was in school. So he taught me how to lead yeah. that. And I'm just like, okay, you are actually who you say you are. All right, cool. I'm going to follow you fully, fully hearted. Finally, I'm going to fully commit to this. Um, you know, because that's when I fully got myself into a church that was actually planted, that was actually biblically sound, but I'm still there today. Um, but, you know, I think sometimes we have, to, as Christians, we have to go through things ourselves with nobody around us so that we can get strong enough so that when people are weaker than us, help them aside and carry yeah. them through. Um, because that's that's the thing I've realized. I've had two failed relationships in college that weren't God's will. Um, mm -hmm. And I was trying to figure out that space as well, trying to lead, trying to do everything else, be in school. And those things really didn't add up, but I stayed with them. And, you know, mm -hmm. I think I kind of learned through trial and error sometimes. And just, I was still trying to learn the voice of God and hear him um, at, in 2017 and 2018. Mm -hmm. um, I'm fully aware of what his voice sounds like now. There's no doubt that I, you know, don't hear from him or, you know, don't have spiritual attacks or any of that type of stuff. But, and then I kind of got with you guys in 2019. So then that kind of added the component of brotherhood, um, which is something I was looking for for a very long time. So I think everything has kind of come full circle that this, sometimes the spaces and places that God has you in is for mm -hmm. your good. Yeah, And I think that... From my story and my walk so far of, what, seven years, but really four, technically, that you have to endure maybe a lot on your own. Um, maybe God isolates you for a couple of seasons. Maybe he has you in the wilderness for a couple of seasons. Maybe the discouragement comes. Maybe the heavy attacks come. Maybe your pastor isn't fully reaching out to you like you want or mentoring you in the way that you want. You got to be okay with that. Um, you got to be okay with praying for yourself. You got to be okay with praying for others and not only hoping for the best for them, but also ensuring that whatever they need, they're taken care of um, because that's the servanthood of Jesus. Um, and everything that you said in boundaries that we talked about yeah. before earlier in the podcast, that is yeah. something so vital that I did not understand. I did not understand that with people. I did not understand that at all. Um, yeah. And that's something I'm still putting into practice today with people. I'm like, no, I cannot do that. No, please do not cross that boundary. No. <laughs> um, exactly, exactly. 
And I think the one thing that I've taken away um, just from you is that being calm, cool, and collected is always a posture that we have to have. Always asking questions is something that we have to have. Being intellectual yeah. is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's okay that you're a little more, bit more advanced than other people, that, you, that you're aware of other things, that you're self-aware, that you're fully understanding of who you are, what you are, and how you're going about things, and being okay with people being a little bit behind you and, you know, not being prideful and arrogant and mm -hmm. saying, oh, yeah, you don't know anything. Like, all right, let me get away from you. No. Right. Because <laughs> Jesus walked with the Pharisees sometimes. He talked <laughs> with the Pharisees. Yeah. He was like, let me rebuke your backside. <laughs> like, let me correct you. Let me teach you. <laughs> let me show you. I think that's why it's so right. important now that we have the entirety of the fivefold ministry around us. Because as BK was saying, I think a couple of weeks ago on our, on our line, that it's that it's important that we have every yeah. tier: the mentor, the coach, the friend, the um, the associate, the assignment, the um, the friends, the community. I think that's the one thing. Community is so important. Yeah. That is something I struggle with. To be honest, mm. that is something I struggle with. Um, you know, and I know that BK has talked about um, you spearheading our group of maybe 25 to like 30. I don't know if he's talked to you about that yet, but he really wants to get that up and going. Me? Yeah, he wanted he wanted you to what spearhead. You're saying, yeah, he he, oh, he, he wanted he, BK wanted you to spearhead it. Um, so I don't know if I sprung that on you by surprise, but uh, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> So Definitely. I thank you for, for that. And 